hundred years in the future, the Earth has been destroyed. Yet, civilization thrives in a Martian utopia of nerds. But that is the future. Yeah, utopia is gonna have to wait. This is Nerding Out with Ravy. And we want to welcome you guys. It's an all-new Nerdin' Out podcast. Why, yeah. hello there. These are our year-in-review episodes. We separate them into television and movies. And today, we're talking television. I'm Ravy. Cameron, Randy are hello. here. what up? We're talking about what we liked best. It's Nerdin' Out. It's about us. That's right, and yeah. And this is about what we <laughs> liked I know the that best. my viewpoint is skewed sometimes. Everybody's viewpoint is skewed sometimes. I know that I watch Air Crash Investigation too much. <laughs> I don't know what you're watching, dude. <laughs> Honest to God. <laughs> I appreciate Cameron's taste, though, because oh. you always wonder who watches these shows. What? It's like, oh, well, Cameron does. Ta-da! You know who I've been watching the Hallmark movies, too? The Christmas movies? Uh-huh. Really? Very, very terrible. No kidding. That I'll keep watching them. Don't they have a bunch of them on Netflix? There's uh, uh well Netflix has their own and then there's a bunch on if you really want the stinkers go to Hulu. Okay. Uh, they have a bunch of them there. So you're watching Hallmark Christmas movies yet you're behind on Watchmen. Yeah, because here's the deal. Like we've had, you know, like a party at the apartment and yep. then my my family's coming into town and yeah. everything and so I have to yeah. clean and get ready and so the Christmas movies are on in the background. Okay. I want to sit down over break, mm-hmm. catch up to the Watchmen and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I can sit and stare at it. I like Understood. that. I've decided to do that with a lot of shows too. I'm playing catch up. Yeah, me too. Uh, so what we're doing, we're handing out our own awards. These are our own personal choice. These are the nerdies to shows and performers. You can let us know what you think on social, Nerdnout LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerdnout on Instagram. I thought let's put in uh, the worst we thought of 2019. And then I thought, you know what? We're keeping it positive. I like that. We're keeping it all positive. <laughs> we don't need to know the worst. We know the worst. We've bitched and moaned about the worst. Manifest. Carnival Row. <laughs> we don't right. need to talk about that. We're keeping it positive today. So we're starting with our favorite network show. We've talked about so much how much content there is, how overwhelming it is. Network, streaming. We're starting with network. Oh, wait. Can I, can I ask a clarification question? Please. By network, what do you mean? Anything that's on your cable television. Okay, because some people take that as, you know, ABC, AB- Fox, no. I CBS. consider HBO a network. Okay. okay. Showtime. Right. Oh, damn. All okay. that stuff. Were you also confused by the question, Randy? Well, uh, just this year has been a really shitty year for me as far as TV goes. Yep. So it's kind of been, you know, I've watched a lot of just shows either on demand mm-hmm. that were on a network. Yeah. Or you know, the, the latter, which is just streaming. So okay. it's been well, a what, rough year for TV for me. What's your favorite network show of 2019? <sighs> I guess I'd have to say Watchmen. And I, I and that's okay. and really, this is, it's a tough decision because I haven't watched a whole lot of TV that hasn't been with, with you guys. Mm-hmm. But I think Watchmen has done the best because the reaction it's gotten via yeah. people who've seen it and the reaction it got out of me has been good. I've been really intrigued. I'm interested. I really honestly don't know what the hell's going on half the time. Right. And it's going to take me a lot yeah, of time to play same. catch up. But I feel like there's a bigger picture here, mm-hmm. and it, and it's kind of like when you watch a tutorial video and you see somebody who knows what they're doing talk about something. Right. I look at comments. I look at videos mm-hmm. where people know what's going on. Yeah. And I feel like I know more. I feel more captivated. That and has helped me a lot with oh, Watchmen. 100%. Watching 
you know, videos on YouTube afterwards yeah. mm-hmm. explaining Easter egg. See, like, I, I definitely need to do that. Yeah. And, and I feel like after every single week when an episode airs, a new episode, there's yep. a new tweet that comes out about how this was the best episode yet. <laughs> this show is so amazing and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Uh, well, so, yeah. the show will be wrapped up by the time this airs. Yeah. And I'm Team Randy. My favorite network show is Watchmen on Great. HBO. Wow. I love it. I didn't know what to expect. It's not a property that I feel especially close to. You yeah. know what? It's funny because, like, when we watched the first episode and did our, like, initial thoughts for the series. Right. I, watching it, I was not convinced that you would be into it. The pilot hooked me. And I'm surprised by that. Hook. This. Line. Sinker. This has been the year of Ravy giving TV shows a chance. A shot. A shot. And I it, I think every episode's gotten better and better and better. Yeah. Watchmen on HBO is my favorite network show of 2019. What about you, Cameron? I have a bit of a different choice. Okay. My favorite network show in 2019, my nerdy, mm-hmm. is going to Superstore. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Because I look forward to watching it every week. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to watch television. I am into it. I know and love all the characters. I laugh, but I also can like let it go and move on with my day. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I, I it, love Superstore. There's a bunch of television shows that I've really gotten hooked on, but I think most of them are on streaming platforms. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. Like, I feel you like know? Superstore eventually will fall into the whole Parks and Rec office category. It might. I think it, which I think it think has so. somewhat already. And I'm happy for it because I'm not going to lie. The first time I saw a trailer for for Superstore, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be cheesy, silly, yeah. and then I gave it a chance and I, I have to it love is, that show. It is cheesy and silly and that's Very. part of its charm. Oh, yeah. It's really one of the few shows that I would call charming. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. On network TV now. I love it. Good choice, Cameron. Thank you. Now, because there is so much content, we're also naming our favorite streaming show. So many yes. platforms, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, Apple TV+, Plus, CBS All Access. Oh, CBS All Access. <laughs> All right, Cameron, what's your favorite streaming show of 2019? Who gets your nerdy? It is not 60 Minutes on CBS All Access. Uh-huh. I know that you thought that I was going to do that, but my favorite is a very close run it was a very close race for me okay but in the end the boys took it for me nice the boys on amazon prime you're just giving it to the boys neck and neck with the mandalorian Mm -hmm. but i i love the mandalorian for different reasons sure the boys blew me away i had no idea that i was going to be into it Mm -hmm. and i could not put it down right like there's i would say for the most part this year, trying these new shows or even like, okay, for example, I really like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Sure. But I pick it up and put it back down. Okay. Yeah. I'll pick it up, watch two or three episodes, put it down. A couple months later, I pick it back up, finish it, put it back down. Mm-hmm. You know? The boys, I was like, I have to watch all of it and Couldn't I have to watch stopped. it now. Couldn't be stopped. Here's a question I have because the trailer released uh, rather recently. For and season I, two? I, I, yeah, yeah, like a, season two. a sneak peeky. And, and I've noticed this going on for a few shows. Do you think networks or, you know, like, Hulu, Amazon, et cetera. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're approving two seasons because it felt like when the first season was airing, they were already filming the second season and the trailer, the teaser released so fast. I, it depends. Like, I think in their particular case, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if they base it off of initial reaction of the first yeah. couple of the days and yes. then just pull and then the trailer. Said, yep, okay. We're going with season I, two. I wonder if that's going to be an ongoing thing because I know with so many shows and services, they don't want people to forget about their properties or their shows. Probably. And so definitely they put that teaser out because The Mandalorian's so huge and yeah. everybody's they talking about that. don't want anybody that. to forget about it. It's uh-huh. like, hey, we're here. You loved yeah. us. 
and we're coming back. What a bloody trailer. Uh, I would think that something like The Boys, though, was not, at least at first, season two is not guaranteed because Amazon is still, I would argue, I mean, Amazon's a huge website, but in terms of the streaming platform, it would probably come up like fourth or fifth compared to other ones. I would even put it behind like HBO Go. Yeah. Okay. You know? So I I don't think anything is a guarantee for Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I think they had to base it off of the initial reaction. But man, the reaction was what good from me <laughs> and from a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I told so many people about it mm-hmm. who had no idea what the hell I was talking about. Everybody that checked it out based on oh, our recommendations loved it. I showed, loved it. I showed my girlfriend who doesn't care for superheroes and she freaking finished the series without me. Oh. oh. Uh, Cameron, I am flippy flopping. <gasps> no. What you said. Uh oh. I'm going with The Mandalorian. And the only other okay. show that was really in contention was The Boys. Yeah. Because to me, both of these shows are a revelation. They stick out like they crazy. They both set the internet on fire, theories mm-hmm. upon theories upon theories. It's fun to talk about these shows, it it's is. fun to speculate about these shows. And the only reason I'm giving The Mandalorian a leg up is because it's in the Star Wars universe. Okay. Yeah. And I just, we weren't sure what to expect. We knew The Mandalorian was coming. We knew we were excited. It's better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I I mean, it's way better than I thought it was going to be. And it's it's a very close race for me. Super close. I love Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that took it for me with the boys was there were, there was nothing previously to take from. It was a completely, I mean, they, they borrowed ideas, obviously. There was comics. Yeah. But oh yeah, I guess there's that's a true. whole series of yeah. comics. Well, never mind. <laughs> but not, I mean, it's not on the same level as. But there were Star comics you you weren't familiar with. Right. Yeah. So you didn't know where it was going. I had going. no idea. The you comics didn't know who these characters were. Incoming yeah. superhero orgy season two. Oh, excellent. Hell yeah. yeah. Excellent. It's coming. Uh, Randy, your favorite <laughs> streaming show. So I'm definitely a hundred percent on Randy Island here. My uh, streaming show of the year was Love, Death, and Robots. Okay, and oh, I remember the, you talking yeah, about that. That was that. the uh, the like short series. Uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, of, of different animated shows, of mm-hmm. different animation styles, and all that. And the reason why I liked it so much is because it was different. It was something brand new. This is the first time in a while that something brand new captivated was me. Was that David Fincher? But I, I know it was an assortment of different shows, right. like different shows mm-hmm. of playing whatever stories there were. Some were really high def graphics, others were animation right. styles, and I just I enjoyed it because it's the one show that looking back at this year I really gravitated towards and I really really enjoyed plus each episode was nothing more than 15 minutes so it was a quick little watch put down watch put down okay and you didn't have to record you didn't have to like recommend the entire series you could just recommend certain episodes to friends and David Fincher is the executive producer yeah okay all right that is on the list of yeah. something that I wanted to check out yeah forgot about for a second mm-hmm Love Death and I will, Robots I will admit not every not every single episode is gonna on, be sure yeah some end of year list though yeah it's, it's one of those series that I feel came out so early in the year and just, it was such a niche sort of thing that it didn't really grab on as well as other shows, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but and it got approved for a second season and I'm really, I'm really looking forward to see the yeah. creativity that gets brought another, to this one. Another show that David Fincher works on that I always see on like people's top lists or, you know, mm-hmm. it'll get mentioned every now and then. I'm like, oh, I should yeah. probably check that out at some point is Mindhunter. Yeah, yeah, that's on my list too. I have not seen Mindhunter. It's on my list. I heard, I heard because <laughs> I didn't watch it because I heard the first season was rather slow. Yeah, and then it, it really catches it's on. It's a lot of talking. Yeah, there's a lot of really, and a lot of dialogue, heavy discussion. Yeah, and that's the same reason why I didn't really. I mean, I I got through it, but I didn't really enjoy like Chernobyl. Chernobyl oh, yeah. was a really big show, but I just, god damn it, man, I couldn't. <laughs> I just there was too much for me. You would like, hate yeah. the newsroom. 
Ugh. And I have I season. Hate the newsroom. <laughs> I have. You know what's funny? I won every single season of the newsroom at some silly raffle that I went to. Lucky you. In my room. Oh yeah. Great. <laughs> Lucky me. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about the Mandalorian. Let's stick with the Mandalorian. Full disclosure: We're recording this on December 10th, so we have not seen all the Baby Yoda moments yet. Oh. Only five episodes have aired on Disney Plus. Need more. So out of those five, the next award. What is your favorite Baby Yoda moment? Ooh, <sighs> damn it! I'll, I'll go first. Okay. okay, it was a tie. It was it was a tight race between him, between Baby Yoda sipping the cup, <laughs> but uh, we got the upper hand. God damn it! Forgot about that. Baby, <laughs> Baby Yoda eating the frog. Okay. Which time? The first time. The when one he, we actually when ate. He actually okay. ate okay. the goddamn okay. frog, and that was because Episode that was two. That was the first time I I looked at Baby Yoda. I'm like, God damn it. You cute little <laughs> bastard. That was the first time I really gravitated. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a ton. There's so many cute moments. Sure. But that was the moment that hooked me on Baby okay. Yoda. That's a good one. Uh, my favorite Baby Yoda moment. I'm going to lead. This is the one I thought led to the most fun and creativity on social. Yeah. And that was messing with the buttons of the ship. Yeah. Like everybody put like a different song in there. Everybody put a different. I, I loved looking at those. I thought those were a blast. And it really just. You know, Cement's home, he's a baby, and so he's playful. Yeah. He's touching things he's not supposed to touch. Right. He's not listening, and so that was my, like, oh, okay, you you have hooked my heart, Baby Yoda, Aww. and I will be here for you for forever. I would be protecting you, too, and I wouldn't put you in Warner Herzog's hands. <laughs> yeah. I would protect Stay away you till the Werner. end of time. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's yours, Cameron? Oh, it was almost the buttons as well. Okay. For the same reasons, but then Randy reminded me of the cup sip. Yep. And I have to go with that. Cup sip. It was I, so perfect. I loved the moment itself, and then all of the internet stuff after yep. the fact mm -hmm. was yep. such a fun ride. That's that's where I got the inspiration for Raviota. That's oh, right. I, yeah. Love it. And it was so funny because, you know, Mando and Kara are fighting. Yeah. And they have guns drawn on each other, and then all of a sudden you hear the sipping sound, and they both <laughs> look over, and it's like... So, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Baby Yoda, I can understand why people think Baby Yoda's hitting critical mass. I don't think so. I think I trust the people responsible for I the Mandalorian. Too. And it's we're all just going to remain in love by the time our toys get here, April, May, June yeah, 2020. That's, that's the only sad part. I ordered a Funko and then realized it's coming April 29th. Yeah, I yep. did too. Oh, yep. Ouchie. Did you order the big one? No, I got the small. I have no room for the big one. Yeah, it's massive. You got you got both of them, didn't I you? I got right? everything that was available: the plush <laughs> and two Funkos. Hell yeah! <laughs> Buy baby, it all. There's a baby Yoda in every room. You're gonna have to get a baby Yoda room. <laughs> I guess so. I know. We'll put him in the rave cave whenever we, whenever no. I move and get the rave. No, cave. he needs a Yoda cave. Okay, all right. No, this is our best of television 2019, according to us. Yes. And so up now, your favorite male performance on a show, network, streaming, whoever. Cameron, who gets your nerdy favorite male performance wow. this year? So much about The Mandalorian already, but I have to go with Pedro Pascal for The Mandalorian because how the hell can you perform with a mask on your face the entire time and be compelling? And that is insane. Like, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. I, and and he like you can see without him even saying anything. Right. You can see him contemplate things. You can see him thinking about things. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It, I mean, it, and how, I mean, it must be 
challenging but also super fun mm-hmm. as an actor too to do something like that. Yeah. But you, you got to figure we don't know at least at this point we don't know if and when his face will be shown. Right. So largely you're doing a role that's incredibly popular right now but your face is not attached to the character. Not at all. So it's kind of a it's a very weird thing to do. So much so that when we see you in the trailer for Wonder Woman 1984, we don't even recognize you yeah. anymore. Who are you? <laughs> Pedro Pascal. <laughs> what about you, Randy? Best male performance on a show. So, I mean, the Mandalorian's going to be the popular pick, I mm-hmm. guess. But I went with uh, Anthony Starr. Okay. Homelander sure. from uh, The Boys. He was He was a very close second for me. And the reason why I went with him is because I hate him. And, uh-huh. yeah, and that's truly that's the number 100%. that's the number one thing that I take away from shows. I, I I will not resonate with you if I think you're a good actor. You resonate more with me if I hate you. Okay. Ta- I don't. I'm a very easygoing person. But when I really dislike a character in a show, that just goes to show, in my mind, how good of an actor or actress you are. Because I generally just dislike you. Joffrey was a good example. Yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. Homelander, great, mm-hmm. better example. I just the whole time. I just, oh, I'm so mad every time I'd see him. (laughs) Anthony Starr is my pick. Sure. Uh, Randy and I on the same page. I went with Anthony Starr as well um, because that role is so tricky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's super easy to like Carl Urban and Jack Quaid, Billy and Mm -hmm. Huey. They're easy to like. But Homelander, if somebody less charismatic is in that role, I think the the boys would fall apart. Yeah. Like that's... Such a focal totally. point, you know, and he does it so well that every time he walks onto the screen, the hair on the back of your neck stands up like, oh, God, like what's going to happen now? I know. What are you going to do now? I think about that scene on the plane. And oh, my that's, that's right. Yeah. And that's oh really, really what cemented it for me is that Homelander decides that they can't save this plane full of people when they absolutely could. And lets them die. He just doesn't want to. And, you know, just left shocked, stunned, shaken by that. And Anthony Starr was incredible in that. And there's a reason, you know, he's the first person you see in that quick teaser they did for season two. Absolutely. He's got like blood or dirt or something all Mm -hmm. over him. And (laughs) knowing Homelander, it's probably somebody's blood. Yeah. Yeah. You know, from his eyeball beams. Right. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus H. He literally kills it. I didn't. I wasn't really super familiar with him. Me either. Before, and the that's boys a big and... thing too. Somebody brand new to us mm-hmm. comes out of the gate and just literally murders mm-hmm. him. Yeah, so. literally. <laughs> uh, best female performance on a show. This was the easiest for me. Regina King gets my nerdy. Yeah. Angela Abar on Watchmen. Hollywood has always been about Regina King. And now I get it. I wasn't overly familiar with her work. I just wasn't. I look at her IMDb. I haven't seen a whole lot of what's on there. I get it now. It was that character that pulled me into the Watchmen pilot. I liked her so much. I was intrigued by her so much. And that's why I stuck around. That's why I'm so into it. She was great in Daddy Daycare. (laughs) Love Angela Abar. Love the Watchmen. Love Regina King. She gets my nerdy. Who gets your nerdy, Cameron? Oh, this is a bit of a departure again. Okay. But Linda Cardellini okay. in uh, oh. Dead to Me. Okay. Yeah. The show itself, I liked. Yeah. I enjoyed. Um, I feel like it was telegraphed towards the end. Right. And, you know, could mm-hmm. have been. I think we discussed at the time 
forget they did. I think they did eight episodes, right? Eight or ten. Eight or ten. Could it yeah. be done in like yeah. six or seven? Mm-hmm. Um, but her performance incredibly compelling. Because you hear Christina Applegate, Christina Applegate, and yes, she's great. But Linda Cardellini, like next level. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, and Christina Applegate. I mean, yes, there's some character development there, but she's not two people in one body, and right. Linda Cardellini is. Mm-hmm. And I just, I thought she did a great job. She made that show for me. Yeah, me too. She's the reason I'll go back mm-hmm. for season two when it comes around. How about you, Randy? Put me down for Regina King, also. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, it's it's funny you mention it. The about Hollywood always being about her. Yep. I've always recognized her name. Yep. But I could never recognize the work that she did. Mm-hmm. So, and again, kind of how we talked about Homelander hitting the roll out of the park. I think she did a fan, she's doing a fantastic job in Watchmen, and uh, I love her. She's uh, she's my pick. Because when they were showing, you know, the cast of the Watchmen, yeah. Jeremy Irons, and Regina King, and Don Johnson, you're like, geez, this is interesting. Mm-hmm, and yeah. Tim Blake Nelson, and seemed to have the most interesting cast for sure. Absolutely. Watchmen and the boys casting, oh my God, top notch, over the top. And she's just leading leading the charge there for mm-hmm. Watchmen. Agree 100%. Now, the most divisive season of television this year, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones Season 8. You'll note that Game of Thrones hasn't gotten any of our nerdies <laughs> up to this point. Sorry. Uh, we talked about it nonstop. We speculated nonstop. We pretty much got everything wrong. But instead of... As did most of the world. Instead of ripping it apart, which we could do... I want you to name something good from Game of Thrones season eight. Something that you would give a nerdy to from Game of Thrones season eight. As far as I'm concerned, the series finale of Game of Thrones had the number one coolest shot of the entire series when Drogon drops Danny off and she's gonna give the speech to the soldiers and you see the dragon wings come up as she's walking. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Yeah. I probably ran. have run that back 50,000 times. I think you. we all watched it together, and I'm pretty yeah, sure you passed out. <laughs> I, I think did. Cameron was performing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was kicking you. I was like, ravey. I want somebody to draw me a piece of artwork like that. I need it in my life. I need it on my wall. But instead of Daenerys, okay. it's Luigi. <laughs> and instead of the dragon, it's your cat with wings. Yeah. That's... A one dragon my, cat in front of Luigi's mansion. One of my favorite things of season eight <laughs> is that shot. All right. It's great. It Ari, name something good about Game of Thrones season eight, Cameron. Arya killing the Night King. Yeah. Boom. Mm. That was dopal. See, I I completely forgot that even happened because I've just I've You forgot <laughs> it happened. No, I've done I've done such a I've worked so hard to scrub that stupid show out of my mind. Stupid show. And I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. The whole show. So the wait a second, well, because okay. the well, last now, time we talked about this, we all agreed it could have been better, but we okay. all liked the show, and now you hate it. No, I just, I don't know. The last season, the more I looked at over the stuff that happened, and I chose yeah. the show, and realized how many good shows came out in 2019, and how this show, kind of, you know, definitely was. It was, controlled was placed, the narrative. It controlled the narrative. For it sure. did, and it was just, it just flopped. But I mean, for me, I think the most satisfying moment of the of, of that season was the was the Hound getting his revenge. I oh, really, I really okay. like that. Like that to me, like I like it's how it, I like how that ended. Of course, Arya King the Night King is really great, but I, I felt the Hound really had that level, of, that sort of redemption. Like his story really came to a good mm-hmm, finale. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my pick. Okay, don't scrub it from your mind. I won't. I know. I'm sorry. Battle the bastards. Look, and all the battles are always. Are you great. trying to Watch. make Ravy cry? No, that's very upsetting, Randy. <sighs> 
They did not stick the landing. We all agree with that. But I'm not yeah. going to disc and ugh, because of what it's, Weiss and Benioff said in Austin. I'm still not scrubbing the show from it's, my brain. Talk but, about two people. It just sucks, though. It's kind of like how when you watch other shows, The Office or Parks and Rec, the the last the last season, you're yeah. always, you're always you know, you, you don't look forward to it because, you know, it just doesn't meet expectations. Of course True. not. And, True. That, and that's, that's the same way, especially Game of Thrones takes such a long time to watch. Yeah. It's, it just, it sucks. Okay. <laughs> it does. Uh, We've been there. Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots. Ooh, well, oh, my God. If that's the episode <laughs> that, that's next have, up, Rave is turning off The Office. I have seen every episode of The Office probably 140 times. You yeah. Know? I watch it every day. Okay. And... I think I've seen Scott's Tots once. Wow. I That's think, how uncomfortably <laughs> awful that episode is. It is so bad. You know what's I funny? It. I think two weeks ago or, or last week, that episode celebrated its 10-year anniversary. Scott's Tots. Yeah, and there's a bunch of tweets going on about how I've only seen this episode once. I love The Office. I can quote it, but I've only seen this episode once. Oh, yeah. Once. And, and bear in mind, Andy, right. Ed Helms' character in mm -hmm. season eight and nine is fucking unbearable. Right. The worst thing ever. And I still have seen all those episodes a bajillion more times. Have yeah. you seen the video, um, uh, Rain Wilson quizzing Billie Eilish on The Office? Yeah. yeah. She's legit. I know. Yeah. She's legit. My girl. I Did you know the answers to those questions? Mm -hmm. I did not. The only time that I've only been, like, kind of been humbled when it comes to The Office trivia is that bar crawl I did yeah. with a friend of mine. Oh, yeah, but you told us those questions. Those are ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, what was the apartment number behind Pam's left shoulder when they were in the hallway for this season? It's like, what uh, the sh- What? Yeah. You, know, you know, what's really funny, though, is my, my sister's in high school, and so her friends talk about The Office nonstop, and it seems like teenagers nowadays, they can quote The Office, they can reference it more than they can the crap they learn in school. Oh, it's easy. insane. Hell yeah. Easy. <laughs> it's so funny. Me too, Randy. Uh, next up on the Nerdy Awards, our best of television 2019, our favorite streaming platform. Ooh. I think all of us sitting here, we have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, all of us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I have a few uh, free ones. I have a free subscription to Apple TV Plus. I haven't not checked Ugh. that out. <laughs> but um, Randy, all this content, mm -hmm. what would you say is your favorite platform right now? I think as far as favorite goes, the one I use the most, mm -hmm. Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Really? I like Hulu the most. What, I, do, you, what do you watch the most it. on Hulu? Hulu does a really great job. In regards to taking up my usage by having stuff to put on the background, Bob's yep. Burgers, all the Fox shows, yeah, mm -hmm. and then every once in a while, I always seem to find like a hidden gem on uh, on Hulu because there's the same way like Netflix kind of dominates in regards to advertising their shows and putting their shows out there. Mm -hmm. Hulu sometimes some shows kind of get thrown off to the wayside, and you you find them later on. Like I found a show yesterday that I'm really enjoying, R Ranny or. It's about this. Uh, oh, Ramy. Yeah, Ramy. I'm sorry. Ramy. R A M Y. I believe yeah. it's Ramy. And I've been watching it. I'm really enjoying it. I, I thought have... it was a self-titled show about you. I uh, know. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. But uh, yeah, yeah. I just I wish they would honestly fix their interface. When I yeah, Hulu? the Hulu interface yeah, is a big fan of it. Pretty lame. I don't mind it. Netflix. What do you What this? do you find lame about it? I feel like so if I am watching a background show like Seinfeld, yeah. for example, you have to get off the main page. Search out Seinfeld if you want to not watch the episode you're watching. Very, oh, like yeah, you, yeah, you, you yeah, can't yeah. easily click to the episode That's true. list, and that is annoying to me. I think in general, too, this is a problem all streaming platforms have, in my opinion, is content discovery. 
-hmm. like it's really or browsing rather yeah it's really difficult to categorize things in a way to where you even know that stuff exists right like yeah. netflix will straight up bury things that they don't yeah. want you to watch if yeah. they think they suck yeah pretty much especially crazy. With, especially with hulu because when you choose one when you're on one section it blocks off everything and it's just that. However, you can't really see what's ahead because they kind of have this color gradient in it, oh, where it's sort of like it. it oh okay. yeah, it, yeah. it dissolves into the green screen or whatever. Okay. But yeah, Jeez. overall, Hulu is my my number one choice. How about you, Cam? This was tough for me because I really love Disney Plus. Yep. Mm -hmm. But I think the one I use the most is Netflix. Okay. Um, I watch The Office every day, as mm -hmm. I said. Yeah. And then also currently, I mean, the Disney Plus library at launch is insane. Right. Really, really crazy, but I would say probably 80 to 85% of it is children's content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so right now, Netflix, because I can watch the stuff I already know I like, and then also I can kind of find something that fits my mood. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes I'm into watching Nailed It, this baking show. Right. Where yeah. they have terrible people baking cakes. Other right. times there's like, you know, these tiny house shows or whatever. Right. Uh, so I think that, but Hulu is an honorable mention for me because that is where I watch Love Island. Okay. <laughs> Currently making my way through Love Island, Australia. Okay. It rules. And so Love Island is better cool. everywhere but America, right? It's better yes. than America in every other place. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Netflix as well. Mm. I have not delved into Disney Plus beyond The Mandalorian. Yeah, see, that okay. was that was my big thing when we, when Disney Plus came out. I started going through it. And I'm like, man, I barely have time to watch shows. There's no way I'm going to watch 99% of these movies that I haven't right. seen in 20 years. Pretty much Disney Plus will exist for me for The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Marvel. And the Marvel shows. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. I'm I'm very excited by most of the content they have coming. Yes. And so, and that we're, I th I feel like next year, I'm gonna switch over to Disney Plus. Okay. Because like I see things that could be background shows, like Phineas and Ferb, for example. Yeah. Love yeah. Phineas and Ferb, but f so far right now that just hasn't become a habit for me. Uh, Netflix right. is more of a habit for me. If yeah. I'm doing things, if I'm working around, Schitt's Creek is on. Uh, mm -hmm. Parks and Rec is on. Yep. So Netflix is essentially on pretty much every day. Uh, I just think that's also the platform that has the most series that I haven't watched yet that I want to watch. Yeah. Mm, okay. Like Umbrella Academy, Russian Doll. I still have a Mind Hunter. Watched three episodes of Umbrella Academy, I think. Three yeah. or four. I have to. I haven't watched any Ugh. yet. The Witcher comes on December 20th. Right. God damn it. So. Some a bit. Jesus. So. Uh, Netflix right now. I like Hulu. Hulu's got uh, some background shows on there that I like. Love Namely that. Seinfeld, which is leaving. Uh, uh, that's I right. think it might be done by the end of the year. That's sad. You'll have to switch to Love Island. So, <laughs> so Seinfeld leaves Hulu. Hulu's the one that could dangle and fall off. Yeah, I've, I've my it, if I was like, oh, I really got to rain. Yeah. In I dialed my spending. Hulu back to the one with commercials. Oh yeah. Because I use it so infrequently now that I'm like, well, I can bear a commercial every now and then. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do when all these bigger streaming services come out. Yeah, because I feel like the only Hulu original I watch is The Handmaid's Tale. Mm -hmm. Though I want to watch Pen15. Oh, it's right. Which it is, is good. Hulu. It's very good. I have yeah. it laid it's down super on my funny. list, actually. Can you download now and watch offline on Hulu? I don't think you so. You know, I, I never watch on my phone. I only watch on my TV. But I mean, I have my tablet. For your plane, for the plane I'm going on stuff. vacation. Yeah. I don't think you can, I, I don't so. know. 
I'm not sure to be honest. I I I, I think it's a licensing issue oh. because they have you know all the a lot of stuff that's currently on like network television, mm -hmm. and so oh, I think there's yeah. some kind of licensing issue with that. But on Netflix, even if, you can download Parks and Rec and Schitt's Creek and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but it's not on anymore. Schitt's Creek still is. But like like the old, I don't know. Okay. It depends. All right. I think it also depends on per show. Because like, I know on Hulu, it's very weird. There are some shows with your subscription you can only access on your TV that you can't oh. access on your phone or laptop or iPad. Hmm. Mm. Very weird. Weird. Totes weird, Totes Hulu. Totes weird. Totes. Strange. Now, one of the things I appreciate about both of you mm -hmm. is that you're willing Our to- Our good looks. All right. There you go. Up top, Cameron. <sighs> now, you just kind of ruined what I was about to say. I'm sorry, Rave. <laughs> one of the things I appreciate about the both of you is that you are willing to admit that you have feelings. Yes. It's not a 100% bro out in here. If something hits us in the feels, you guys admit it. I admit it. So right now, I want you to give your Nerdy Award for the biggest kick in the feels on television in 2019. Cameron, what just hit you the right way? Uh, what kicked you? It was from Game of Thrones. Okay. It was uh, Jamie knighting Brienne. Mm -hmm. That is a... Aw, babe. That is a real aw, babe moment. I love that. I love that. And a close second to that was just in general where that whole group of people, I think it was in the same episode. Mm -hmm. They're just chilling out, drinking wine, like, so this is it, huh? Yeah. They you think know, they're going to die. Big day tomorrow yeah. of death. <laughs> so, I don't know. That was like a real tug of the heartstring for yeah. me. Uh, I picked the same exact moment. Um, I, I've, I've rewatched that. So many people complained about that episode because nothing happened, nothing happened in episode two. You're it, only doing six episodes. It might have been my favorite episode. I think episode two was my favorite of the season or uh, the final season of Game of Thrones there was the knighting the people that were in there were an interesting group Brienne Pod yeah. Jamie Tyrion Davos Tormund mm -hmm. Tormund telling the milk story in I, there yeah like what the hell and I think that Gwendolyn Christie just yeah she killed it effing rules in the show itself mm -hmm. and just in that scene like getting knighted by Jamie puddle of emotion and then Pod sings Jenny of Old Stones. Ah. <laughs> like, the what hell? are you guys Pod trying the rod. to do? Pod the Rod. There we go. Has a, the voice of an angel. Massive I'm rod. Pod. And yeah, if I rewatch it now, I will be crying. Mm -hmm. oh. I will be crying because it is, it is. I am a puddle of emotion in that scene. And I you know, it, I am fetal on the couch. Like things make me cry and I will admit it. Absolutely. And that scene. Huddle. That's a big one. What about you, Randy? Initially, I had a really bitter thing I chose. <laughs> wow. But then I had a change of heart. Okay, what, what was the initial one? Uh, realizing how much time I wasted on Game of Thrones. Ah! Stop it, Jesus. Randy. I'm not willing to accept was, this from you. I was kicking the nuts. No, but I, I did change it and it make, kind of mark it down for a sweep. Sweep. That was the only real moment in TV this year that I was like, you know what? I'm so happy for that person. And then, oh yeah, mm -hmm. you know, like this. Per that is a moment that overflowing with she joy. She deserves it so much, considering all the shit she had to deal with in the show. You know, and I know I picked the hound, and the hound yep. got his revenge and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But that was such a satisfying moment, especially yeah. because you, you know, when you start off the show and you watch as much as you did in so small of a span of time as I did, you right. really learn to dislike Jamie. Sure. And then to totally. see him come around and just realize, you know, he's more than just you know a piece right. of shit. Although the the ending kind of ruined it. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> 
he uh you know it was really satisfying to see everyone kind of resolve plus the that very somber feeling of like huh so this is it right you know they really did a really good job of depicting that where mm -hmm. it's like i felt too i'm like well shit i might die tomorrow you right know? So and, did, you know, we were all speculating. We thought half of those people weren't going to make it out of the next I episode. Know. They all made it out. I know. Who knew? But uh, in that moment, yeah. we weren't sure who was going to make it out. It was Pod's massive rod. Yeah, Pod it was. Pod the rod. Pod Rudolph, Rudolph, Rudolph <laughs> led them to safety. Oh, voice of an angel. Pod the rod. <laughs> now, every year, we things get discovered, whether or not we're watching it to talk yeah. about on nerding out or just discover it on our own and just all of a sudden love it. So the show I'm looking for here, the show that you're surprised how much you really, really liked it. Like Randy, what shocked you? How much you liked it? Pen 15 on Hulu. Okay. Okay. I was, I was so surprised. I love the whole coming of age stuff. Mm -hmm. I find that so awkwardly right. relatable and funny, but the show, I just, I don't know why it, it hit me just the way it did. It was so hilarious. And it, and it just, it works so well. And it's so outlandish and ridiculous because these two girls are depicting middle schoolers. Right. And they actually, As adults. yeah. And they actually <laughs> film this with middle schoolers yeah. and they're grown women. So it's a really funny show. Pen 15. Pen 15 is for me. Sweet. Um, I was considered, it, it came down to two for me, mm -hmm. um, both on Netflix, Sex Education. Mm. which is not normally a show that I would be all about. Yeah. It's mostly about, you know, high schoolers in Britain. But I don't know. once I started watching, oh my gosh, I was so addicted. Gillian Anderson, brilliant in it. I love her in Sex Education. Yeah. I love Asa Butterfield. He's the lead guy. I think it's a great show. But ultimately, I'm shocked and surprised at how much I loved Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Yeah. All I, I just watched it to talk about on this show. And going in, I had no idea what are Gelflings, what are Skeksis. Mm -hmm. And the first like the first episode, I thought, oh, God, this is really confusing. <laughs> There's a lot of depth to this and a lot oh, yeah. of different clans and a lot of different moving parts going on. But then I watched the second one, and it started to make a little bit more sense. Mm -hmm. And then the third, by the fourth, that's one of the shows that really brought me into crying and feeling it. And you know what? Out of this show, it has reignited my love for puppetry and practical okay. effects. Mm -hmm. The job That's they good. do on this show is incredible. Yeah. Because there's a documentary about the making of. And one of the things they show in this documentary is how they considered making the Gelflings CG. Much like the same way they were considering making Baby Yoda CG. Mm -hmm. And so they show what they came up with for the CG Gelflings. And you're just like, oh, God. what? There's no way I would have connected on this type of level if they were CG. Right. Wow. It's, it's a lot different. So the practicality and the puppetry is, it's so crazy to think how much emotion you can get out of puppets. Yeah. Everybody's seeing it now with Baby Yoda. You watched our Crystal Age of Resistance, same thing. How much emotion you can get it goes out a long way. of puppets. And so I absolutely love this show, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. It didn't seem like it was going to be for me. Yeah. Oh, it's for me. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> is for me. Well, remember, I watched it too. And I was surprised yeah. how much I goddamn enjoyed that, that it show. It is for me. How about you, Cameron? Succession. Okay. All on right. HBO. Um, especially after watching the pilot, which I was 
I watched the pilot sucks. and I hadn't I haven't watched anything since. Thought the pilot was mega slow and just a bunch of unlikable people mm -hmm. and holy crap. But then a bunch of I, I tweeted out I Instagrammed out to a, a bunch of our fans, a bunch of our listeners, and mm -hmm. said, Should I really give this any more time? Because a lot of people were giving me really good reviews about it. Okay. And so I did and I got it. Probably two or three episodes in. I understood kind of the mechanics of the show. It's really, really, really funny. Okay. Um, it's very dry. Mm -hmm. So you have to be on board with that. But I don't, it's it's not like me to like watching a bunch of rich, entitled people bitch at one another. Right. But for some reason, it's just kind of a fun, charming in its own way show, even though it's very not charming. Okay. I know a lot of I people love that love it. It's really good. And all I can fall back on is, well, I've watched the pilot. I mm -hmm. hated it. It's kind of like Game of Thrones in a sense because you wonder who ends up on the Iron Throne. Right. You wonder who's going to take over the company in right. succession. Okay. And you never, like, it, your opinion of who that person's going to be changes every single episode. I'm, I'm thinking that might be something okay. that uh, I need to check out because I've heard so many good things. And yeah. now we're in award seasons. It's getting nominated for a ton of stuff. Yeah. So you could tell that it's a quality show. Yeah. But it just, like you said, the pilot just didn't hit me. It hit yeah. me Which in it all did the not wrong for me either. ways. I totally get it. I watched the, the pilot. Yeah. It wasn't really for me. And yeah. then I found out that the show is, is being labeled as a comedy. Yeah. It's funny. Just the pilot is not. Yeah, that's why I was so like, Interesting. Huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, you know, the Righteous Gemstones pilot didn't hook me either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people have said, oh, it gets way it, better. It does it get gets, better. It gets, does. gets much better. They hit their stride. Okay. Uh, we're wrapping up our Best of TV 2019 with what we're anticipating most Oof. in 2020. There's a lot to anticipate on television in 2020. So, Cameron, what do you think? What are you most psyched for? Do you have a guess? I would say season two of The Boys on Amazon. It's actually not that. Star Trek? Yes. Oh, Picard, Picard, baby. Yeah. Picard. Nailed it. I am stoked for Picard. When's that uh, drop? January. Okay. So you don't have to wait long no. in 2020. I will have to re-up my CBS All Access, make sure that's all squared away. Uh -huh. I believe I still have it. Uh, but I'm very excited. Yeah. Very, very excited for Picard. Because the, the, the most recent trailer uh -huh. showed... A bunch of other Star Trek characters kind of getting involved. Right. Seven of Nine, mm -hmm. Amanda Riker. Data. Data. Data's in a drawer. Data, yeah. <laughs> and so I am very excited to see how that all comes together. Nice. I'm hoping mm -hmm. that they don't fail miserably as one can do with sometimes with this kind of thing. Sure. But, I mean, I really have been enjoying uh, Star Trek Discovery. Right. And so I think, you know, I have high hopes. Okay. How about you, Randy? Mandalorian, and I think it's very Disney Plus heavy because I'm looking for all that superhero stuff that's coming out. Yeah. You know, I can't really think of anything else that's got my attention, to be honest. Uh, there's rumors of an HBO show going to be coming out. The uh, It's kind of like Band of Brothers, The Pacific. It's Tom Hanks' one. Oh, yeah. About yeah. mm -hmm. the, the British uh, yep. Air Force. Yep. I, I'm, I'm all about war stuff, so I like that. But for the time being, Disney Plus has me. Okay. I, I It was between two for me. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm -hmm. which is coming to Disney Plus fall of 2020. That's the first Marvel show. Right. And so they're putting a lot of money behind it. I'm interested to see what they're doing with these characters, how it might tie into the bigger MCU. Mm -hmm. Is Falcon now Captain America? Right. Oh, yeah. And this thing, because 
of what we have, Marvel in 2020, Black Widow, then we have this and the Eternals. I don't know. It seems like Falcon and Winter Soldier is what I'm anticipating most out of all of that. Okay. But I will put it at season two of The Boys on Amazon. That uh, the trailer, that little teasy wheezy. I know. Teasy wheezy. Plus, how season one ended. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, H. my God. In the backyard. <laughs> Hello, son. And the wife is alive. Yeah. Bah. Bah. What? And wow. that one lady's head exploded. <laughs> well, not really exploded. And Elizabeth Shue got her face melted. She got shooed in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I was like, yep. I remember you, the boys. The boys was nothing I forgot about, mm-hmm. but it was in the back of my mind, and now it got to be in the forefront of my mind. Yeah. I don't think we know when it's dropping for sure. Yeah, I don't think we do. We just know that it's coming in 2020. Sup, Amazon. The earlier, the better. Give it to us. That would be great. We're ready. Just give it to me. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Hit us up on social, Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerdin' Out on Instagram. Good choices, bad choices. What are your choices? Hit us up and let us know. We also have a best of 2019 movies. The nerdies. So be sure to listen to both. And uh, we definitely look forward to lots of great stuff in 2020. And it's all coming at you on Nerdin' Out. That was Nerdin' Out with Ravy. Remember to store this episode in a bag with an acid-free board and put your retainer in when you go to sleep. Until next time.